Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Andrew is just as relentless as Roy when it comes to tackling issues head-on. This is The Roy Green Show with guest host Andrew Lawton on the Chorus Radio Network. The prophecy has come to pass here, folks. I told you at the beginning of the show, I know that I don't have to talk about this for very long. And I'll want a good old Alberta beef and Alberta steak. They took like nine minutes, I think, for that to actually start happening. So like I said earlier, if I start drooling on air, you'll know why. It's not personal, folks. I'm just a bit hungry here. But the fact is, Albertans do beef well. Canadians do beef well. And I don't take issue with any company that has to source products from wherever it sees fit. But the fact is, if you have something that you do well, why would you look outside it? I mean, this would be like Quebec saying, you know what, we're going to get Vermont maple syrup. It's the same thing. I think that's a fairly analogous situation here. We do it well. We treat the cattle well. We process it well. It darn sure tastes good, so why did Earl's need to go outside it? Well, one component of this has been that, and I can quote an Earl's spokesperson here, Kate Simpson said the company had to decide which was more important between the certified humane designation or having Canadian beef, and she said, quote, we decided that certified humane was more important to us, unquote. Former Conservative Cabinet Minister Monty Solberg, who's also the founder of NewsHubNation.com, said that this is amounting to caving to hysteria on humane treatment and hormones. Monty Solberg joins me on the line now. Monty, good to talk to you again. Thanks very much for your time. Yeah, great to be here, Andrew. So this is a big piece of misinformation here that I think a lot of people are focusing on, that by Earl's going towards this quote-unquote certified humane beef, Alberta beef is inhumane, and this could not be, from what I know about the industry, further from the truth. That's absolutely correct. You know, I was the member of parliament for Medicine Hat for 15 years, and uh, I had a major meat packer in my riding. We uh, had all kinds of feedlots. Uh, so I know this industry fairly well. I don't consider myself an expert by uh, any stretch, but I know a bit about this. And I can tell you, uh, the producers, the people that do the processing, are professionals, they are regulated, and it's in their interest to ensure the humane treatment of these animals because when these animals are healthy, they make more money. So uh, I'm offended personally by the uh, insinuation that, um, you know, anything that's not not designated as uh, humane is actually uh, somehow inhumane. Yeah, I mean, this is a body, an organization that obviously believes that it's important to have uh, cattle that are free of antibiotics and other hormones, etc. But it's a brand name. I mean, Certified Humane is is a trademark. It, it doesn't actually mean what I think a lot of people instantly look at it on a menu and think it means. No, that's right. Uh, exactly. Pardon me, Andrew. I'm just getting a bit of echo here, but it uh, makes it hard to compose thoughts. But uh, yeah, the challenge is that People don't necessarily understand what is a fairly sophisticated system that's been put in place. I think we, uh, we lost you there, Monty. Years. We'll try to get you back in, in just a second here. One thing I, I will add to this whole uh, sort of discussion here is that I think this has brought more attention 
and more awareness, and I'm glad about that, to Alberta beef itself. I know one development we have heard in the last couple of days is that other restaurants have spoken out and said, you know what, we don't anticipate leaving. And one of them was actually, as I understand it, a sister restaurant chain to Earl's called Joey Restaurants. They've said, you know what, we're happy with Alberta beef. So, uh, Monty, how would you characterize some of the response to this campaign? Have Canadians been sticking up for Canadian beef here? They really have. You know, it's uh, heartening. Um, One thing I love about uh, Albertans, and I will just say this about Canadians in general, I think people sometimes uh, get pushed to a point on these things, and then they do fight back. I mean, we're polite people. Uh, A lot of times we are quite, you know, content to say, sorry, we'll move on and not make a big deal out of it. But uh, push is too hard, and we push back. And uh, you've really seen that with respect to the whole Earl's issue. And uh, I think Canadians are... Uh, doing a great job standing up for a terrific industry. And uh, and if I can just say a word about the industry, you know, I've, I've known these cattlemen for years and years and years. They're such great people and uh, uh, humble people. Uh, but uh, in this instance, they're pushing back hard and uh, Canadians are only too happy to get behind them. Uh, one question that has been raised by a few people is, is that, you know, you as, as someone who's in the private sector now weighing in on this is important, I think, as it is for me. Uh, what do you think of, of lawmakers getting involved in this? Because I, I think you and I both being free market guys support the right of a company to make these decisions. So do you think uh, politicians should be weighing in on these campaigns or, or similar campaigns? Well, I think it's fine for people to have an opinion regarding, you know, whether uh, there's been an insinuation made or how things are communicated, but I don't think this is uh, uh, the right time for legislators to step in and say, you know, we think they should be legislated in a particular way. I mean, there's already all kinds of rules and regulations on the books to protect animals. So on that side, it's fine. And uh, cattlemen themselves are responsible for doing their, their marketing. And I'm sure they'll draw lots of lessons from what's okay, what's occurred here. Uh, to improve upon, you know, their marketing practices uh, in the future. So I'm quite content to let the market settle this. But, you know, in this case, the market includes how customers react to this decision by Earls. And right now they're not reacting well. A lot of people are saying, I'm not going back to Earls because, you know, the implication was that these salt-of-the-earth people we know and who are such good stewards of of their farms uh, somehow were producing um, or handling animals in an inhumane way. And that is simply wrong and not the case. Yeah, and one thing I would add uh, further to that point is that if there was any evidence whatsoever that Earl's had or any other company that there were, was something wrong with the, the way the animals were being treated, I would hope they would do something about it. But in the absence of that, I really don't get uh, sort of what the impetus for fixing this or, or quote-unquote fixing this now is. Yeah, it, great point. And, uh, you know, it's important to point out that Canadian beef is recognized as uh, some of the best beef in the world, no matter where we export it. And we export it around the world, into Asia, into Europe, into the United States, of course. It goes everywhere. And uh, the fact that, uh, you know, it is humanely treated is one of the factors that allows us to cross into cross across all these borders. Uh, and that the, the beef is safe allows us to cross across all these borders. To me, it was interesting, you know, when this when this all occurred and uh, you had people uh, jump way in on Twitter and say, well, you know, if Earl's is saying that they want their beef to be certified humane, that must mean that uh, Alberta beef or Canadian beef is uh, inhumane. And it really pointed to 
the vast, I will say, ignorance about our food system in Canada. But, you know, Canada is a major uh, exporter of food. We put tremendous effort into ensuring uh, that our food, no matter what it is that we produce in Canada, whether it's on the grains or fruits and vegetables or whatever it is, uh, we put a lot of effort into making sure that it ticks off all those boxes that make people comfortable. But people automatically assumed, you know, on, on, on Twitter and social media, that uh, it must be it must be inhumane, and it points to kind of that binary thinking that uh, I will say infects some people, where they they haven't bothered to do their homework and they don't understand that there are other alternatives other than a program called certified humane and uh, inhumane treatment. So uh, if there's a lesson, that might be one of them, and uh, I'm sure our friends at the Cattlemen's Association and elsewhere will be out there now proactively talking about how. Uh, they treat animals humanely. I guess one question, just from someone who's never worked in this level, uh, this sector of the economy, so I, I don't know kind of on the ground what people talk about here, and you may have from your encounters with uh, the cattlemen and women, but what is this, or I guess the cause of this debate on antibiotics? I, I've heard both sides of this, and, I, and I'm not sure why there seems to be such a, a repelling of, of these sorts of, of treatments of, of cattle. Yeah, so, uh, well, what happens is, uh, you know, when uh, when you have a cattle herd to prevent disease, uh, you make sure that uh, that uh, your cattle are vaccinated uh, and uh, they receive these antimicrobials of various kinds. But they, the, the uh, you know, the antibiotics are not allowed to enter the food system. They have to clear the, uh, the system of the cattle before they're allowed to go to uh, into a processing plant and become part of the food chain. So, you know, that's an important point to make. But the real important point is the last thing people want are diseased animals getting into the food chain. So obviously, uh, you know, the way to deal with that is to is to treat them. And every feedlot has a sort of a hospital for uh, animals that need treatment of various kinds. They're not allowed to enter the food chain. And that's the, uh, the reasoning for this. And we're like every other country in that respect. We you know, we have um, we have these uh, we use medicine to make sure the animals are are safe. And uh, I think that's the right thing to do. It's the humane thing to do. Couldn't agree with you more on that front. Monty Solberg joining me on the line, former MP and cabinet minister, and now the founder of NewsHubNation.com. Great site to get your finger on the pulse of what's happening across the country. Monty, thank you very much for your time this afternoon, sir. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much, Andrew. All the best yourself as well. We've got to take a quick break here for news. When we come back, I want to hear from you on this. Whether you're in Alberta or not, although I really want to hear from anyone who may be impacted by this, Alberta farmers, uh, ranchers, etc. Would this change your buying habits? A company moving away from a Canadian supplier. We're not talking about they're buying their post-it notes from a different company now. We're talking about something that is a central part of what this restaurant offers, which is steak, beef. And yeah, Alberta beef, very popular, not only in Alberta, but outside of the country and the province as well. So what do you think? My number here is 1-888-225-8255, one 225 talk or you can also tweet me at Andrew Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N, or even by email, andrew at am980.ca. Taking your thoughts and calls on this when we return here on The Roy Green Show, I'm Andrew Lawton, filling in. You're tuned, in, you're tuned into The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network.